0: up um this is ergy it's gen z gap everything is good what do you have to say today um i'm just kind of here chatting as i usually do debating what i even will talk about today because i got again my whole thing with the With the script in front of me, how I'm going to talk, how I'm going to present ideas. And that's the thing. Like, I have a standard format like a lot of people. But I also know that a lot of other people have um, co-hosts, etc. Also trying to be quiet because it's really late. And I just should have done this earlier. Again, time management is always a fun. But yeah, I just wanted to come on here and keep going because again as I say every week this is something that I'm putting time and commitment in and with the events that happened last week I just really want to make this another place to just kind of come and relax when the congestion of the world around us is happening if that makes sense there's too much going on in the world the news like I even need a detox digital detox from things it gets overwhelming that being said I do think that a lot of things that I want to talk about because I keep seeing them is a lot of the more deep dive into body positivity body positivity accounts just what some influencers have said versus not said versus just like the uncomfortability that goes along with some of that how it's so different for guys and girls and I don't care what you guys but it's true it still exists and just how backhanded some of these things are so yeah let's just get into it now hair up and that was something else but I will say this week's Monday mood is Dana Mercer or Danae Mercer I'm so sorry again if I mispronounced it, I oh, know, I did that with Elise Myers. I've now got that down. Uh, but a quick thing I wanted to shout out because I did not even expect this nice of a rejection. And I think people need to talk about it because the rejection happens a lot in the content creator world as well. Just human but yes especially in the entertainment industry you know it's just very good to actually have some weird weirdly nice projections so Jax you know as Jax writes songs I reached out to her and her manager and I just wanted to say her manager was like the nicest person in responding to me I didn't even expect to get a response per se but just to be like respectfully declined to be on the podcast I think that's very uh, graceful and nice so I just want to say as someone who's just getting started really working through things that this was nice and it didn't even make me feel discouraged so just thought I'd say that quickly but going back to Danae or Tina Mercer she just has been so open and honest about things with how body image works, photoshopping. She used for a lot of those like um, modeling big companies. I think she worked in Dubai at one point. But she's been showing everything about the unglamorous side and just kind of the feeling better about yourself. Like again, I know not everything is perfect, but she goes to show how photoshop works in every single one of her videos. And she just is really someone that i'm glad is around even though i kind of wish it was starting when i was a little younger but she at least is showing you know the other sides there are plenty of dietitians on tiktok that are have been really good like um andy does healthy lauren's balance bites uh Beautiful Eats as well as sam Privet and happy strong All of them are really great and they have a lot of good nutrition info as well as debunking all the things of life and really just trying to to see the like how much things are kind of affecting us, not just like social media. But I think that these types of women, especially helping trying to make everything seem more reality than fake is nice. Um, and they acknowledge like some of the faults they've had in their past and so on and so forth. So yeah. And speaking of which, why I say that it's nice to see a social media creator, because here's the thing. I just, as someone who's just, that's not my comfort level to show off or take pictures, but even then I try not to edit just because I know how, how you know, constantly comparing. It's, I think that part of that also has to do with how I was raised or who I was raised by. My mom doesn't wear a lot of makeup. She tries to look as natural as can be and she really just uh, doesn't see the point in a lot of those things. She's just pretty easygoing, I guess is the best. <laughs> Say it's, I think, having me just this chronically anxious and neurotic kid was a little different but I think that that's the one thing though that she never really made me uncomfortable with of like where I try to just do that inner beauty or show off my features more you know I'm not saying that it's good or bad to do but I mean I've just been around so many other things culturally and it just makes sense to why it is what it is at this point trying to explain how we even got here with this level of discrepancy people want to say it was the myspace when it all happened which by the way i never really i didn't have a myspace like i'm old gen z and by the way i will andrew bread dice again he'll be on The annoying actor friend, the guy who's known for doing does Gen Z know, do they even, even know kind of thing. So he will be asking me how much I, an elder Gen Z knows. Which probably isn't a lot, but here's the thing: I didn't think he was like as old of a millennial. But like Kim and his wife don't seem like other millennials, but it's whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so kind of going back to that, I have noticed a lot of actual influencer talking about how they feel about their body, the uncomfortableness. It makes me think of like kind of some of the tone deaf things that have been said along the way, along the ways here and there and I know I probably have said some really bad things along the way sorry but I have noticed like as I take a closer look uh, even guys have like a weird obsession with getting swollen I kind of hate that whole culture and that's our whole mentality and mindset and then even these dietitians have been saying when people go to Europe how they feel lighter and just more at peace etc and that they lost so much weight and you know just living their happiest and they've been giving some more mindful ways of living. Now I figured out why I didn't lose weight like the rest of the people when I was abroad and just chilling because I have uh, Hashimoto's and because I love bread and Hashimoto's does kind of the same things celiac does except for to your thyroid so yeah that's where we are and yeah then my thyroid didn't produce enough of their hormones and it just it became a train wreck for the next year and a half part of it was COVID I thought but yeah so we're still working through that if you listen to my first couple episodes you've heard me joke about the whole motherfucking train wreck of being autoimmune and whatever I'm still trying to fix all this stuff without um losing my sanity and I've been doing pretty well so far so that's good I just think following these people have given me such a better outlook mentally but that doesn't mean like I said with the social media and some of influencers that are like I'm gonna even say 15 to 30 and I know that's like a huge age range because I don't want to get into mom uncharted territory where are like even younger like we're not gonna do that But I will state again that it just really bothers me like how, and I get it. Like I feel for you who feel like you have to do this, but you don't have to do anything. And you can say that you're comfortable and whatever, and that's fine. If you're comfortable posing and doing that, that's fine. If you want to show off empowerment, I get that. I feel that, but there is still a small part of me that goes, when you complain, like, maybe you want to reel it it. Like, you're talking about how pictures get looked at or, like, um, you know, bikini pictures and how guys don't have the same. And I totally get that. But here's the thing. If you're saying that you feel uncomfortable, then maybe don't do it. Or that you're telling the whole entire world how fake and edited it is, like Danae was saying, then maybe don't do it own um right like i've joked but it's true like your own right to your own body and how much you share and how much you're comfortable i get it that everyone's different but if you think you're just wanting it because you want to prove a point like that you'll get more likes or something that's that's not great either and i do truly feel bad but it's like also though it's like that popular girl vibe and i hate being that person that kind of goes like The whole thing about, like, it's like the Galinda the Good Witch versus Wicked Witch of the West. And it makes me think of Wicked, like, that whole popular scene. And, of course, Galinda is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, skinny mini. By the way, I hate that word. Like, I hate it when people... At one point when I was still trying to figure out all my food things. And at one point I did lose a lot of weight because of it. Which was, I wish I could go back to that a little bit. But like the whole skinny mini. I kind of hate that. Like I don't want to use those words anymore. But it's just kind of like a way to describe things obviously. But just like the praise and whatnot. But it just makes me think, again, what are we actually doing here? And then I'm kind of lucky. I mean, I'm not lucky because I was a kid in the 2000s so I don't remember too much but I do think that deep down I'm still kind of influenced by how that was because I look back and see the Disney girls just really skinny and I thought that to be and then you find out all oh, their like dark and hidden secrets and then you feel like oh my gosh I didn't realize and yes that's why you know the podcasts like Christy Carlson Romano has of, uh, I Hear Voices and Vulnerable. They talk about all those dark and hidden secrets, which I think is nice. But I mean thinking back like to the whole thing with where we watched some of those nineties shows where they would make jokes like that. Remember Shake It Up had a poll, thank God, but they had a poll an episode where they made a joke like I so Yeah, and I think that we're getting slightly better, but I still things, and of course, just yes, then privilege is a real thing. And I I still have it in ways, even though to me right now, I'm a little more uncomfortable, especially with all the Hashimoto's, et cetera, uh, stuff that I've had to go through. But I will say I've had some friends who are on the other end of autoimmune and lost too much weight and are uncomfortable the whole thing is just that our whole life is uncomfortability and just how do we work through that you know I think about that a lot because when I'm in my acting classes I do all those things like they're trying to get me things to do out of my comfort zone and here's the thing I totally agree with it but like I did an April Ludgate monologue and I'm going even further next time with it and doing a different one. But I did it about her one, about her loving garbage. And I thought I was like off the rails, crazier than even her. <laughs> and then my acting teacher goes, I bet you can make it crazier, more like out of the blue, funnier, comedic timing. And, you know, that part, here's the thing. I guess I was a tiny bit concerned or you know out of my comfort zone at that moment but then I started to think okay um where do I go from here you know because I already think that I even did it more I did it more high energy, less apathetic than monotone than she did, because again, you have to make it yourself. So I'm looking at other monologues to do or whatever, and thinking about doing one with Lexi Gray because the one thing I relate is some of that high energy memorization type stuff. Although in some weird ways, I think I relate to Meredith more. <laughs> and have a darker sense of humor. Like to be honest, I miss those old days of Grace. But my point is just deep down that like what between all the editing and how you're supposed to behave, it's always just like what? So like the one of the songs I still love is Boys by Charlie X. She did it like in such a great way, the whole setup, like the dreaming about boys, all those kind of things. And I mean she had the Jonas Involved in it, which any two thousand kids could scream at, but it, it just finally, for once, kind of like pulled back, and then I kind of go, I'm really digging this, and the, and I feel terrible also for digging this song. So I don't really know where else to say except for it's just with a topic so big like this, I don't even think that I could do just one episode I probably won't do just one episode but I also want to make sure that I don't sound redundant as I do this and I always talk about redundancy but I think because I'm also a solo I think solo podcast like again I applaud people who do solo podcasts or podcasts solely like without a team that even if there's like more than one co-host or whatever but still produce everything kind of by themselves are using rs feed to get it all to get it all over like i applaud that because you see me this is um two nights before it's supposed to be done like it's may 28th i'll get it out but may 30th and i have to make sure that i edit it down and whatever and i say that i do 20 to 40 minutes now but i try to just do more the 20 to 30 minutes Especially when it's just me, but thinking back to more of that women empowerment, Pink's been a great role model. I think um, Jay Wolf or Jaylee Wolf. Um, you should follow her. She's actually really amazing. She's from Canada and she is a Native American artist, and she's actually been a really strong advocate for a lot of good causes. But she's really connected in her music through her heritage, and I just really love that kind of transparency where it's also very similar to kind of Brooke who I had on a few weeks ago if you wanted to look at some of those Avril Lavigne kind of deal like those are strong the independent that gave me kind of well Avril again was a big theme in my high school because it just kind of for me because it kind of just gave me a way to be myself if that makes sense and again because I could talk about this but she's freaking 37 and she comes out with all these bangers still and um another great artist like Miley Cyrus like again you can say what you want about the Cyrus family but they've got pipes Noah and Miley especially like if you uh sent you like a prayer or something yeah (laughs) she like her vocals I'm shocked I mean I'm not shocked that Disney didn't let her do a huge rock and roll thing but now it's like, dang. But you can also tell why she had some of those vocal collapses, and etc. That's kind of where I'm at with it. But, you know, you hear all these interviews again with them, and you see how it's like, they really did kind of give up their childhood and say for us. And again, I'm not saying that they, you know, I can still have opinions, but when you really pull back the curtain and see things as well as I mean I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady or Giselle Bundchen but when she was talking about all like her modeling and stuff and people are like well she's vegan now and does all that I get that I get that I get what she's but I'm saying like when you really hear about her modeling stories that's where it's like oh my god like yeah you kind of see it and you know, as much, again, I don't like, I don't like the card Jenner's a lot, and I used to unfortunately think Kendall was as bad as the rest of them, but then, again, watch Misfit's stuff, because you'll see stuff, and if Chris Jenner comes for me, fine. And I say this the past two or three podcasts, but at this point, I'm not doing a deep dive into your family. I'm just saying whatever. But again, and Chloe got dragged into like a whole unfortunate, she used to be so body positive. I looked up to her and now she's doing what she's doing and over photoshopping. And that I know it shouldn't bother me, but it was someone that I looked up to because, you know, she's 5'10, whatever, I'm 5'8 and a half, And I mean, I wasn't considered like, but she, and she was still curvier back then than me, but it's still like, I mean, the whole family has just gone like into complete um, plastic nation. But that's a different thing. But yeah, Kendall saying like that. You shouldn't make fun of someone for being too skinny. That's like calling someone too bad. And yeah, it's like body shaming can work both ways, but it's still like this is the problem I'm having because I'm trying to like make sure I have a chance to think about the wording of this. But I get that it can affect you mentally too, but I feel like as some other creators have said, it's still not Cause you still get more praise and not saying that that's good but you still are naturally slim I don't know it's just that, that thin privilege like those dietitians and like that I've noticed throughout the whole thing of life and seeing, I totally get that and that's why to me it's still I get why like some of these influencers etc complain about things for your own, but I also get that you have agents and stuff, but I feel like for your own public one or whatever, you're saying that you don't feel comfortable doing certain types of scenes, and maybe I understand the comfort level, but maybe you should take a step back and think about why you're posting that picture. Just the intention, like I said earlier on. where you should start thinking, I understand it's all about different levels and insecurities because again I have my own I'm not going to get into them full detail but just so you know I'm a very neurotic person myself that I get where when you're even more on the spotlight or closer to the a listing here's the thing I was listening to Dunzo the podcast where and this was like I'm watching from the beginning for some reason I don't know why but I just find them very interesting because it's like All pop cultures from the early 2000s, aka when I was still in diapers. And I say that because they're mentioning legitimately like 2000 to 2004 pop culture. So I guess, well, I guess pull ups, but the point is, I was tiny. I wasn't paying attention to all this stuff. Like, it would have been inappropriate if I knew all this stuff that was going on. That's just kind of where I'm at. So yeah, it's just, I don't know, when you're deconstructing a big thing like where do you even begin because it's been a problem for so many and even no matter how many times you try to break it down you never really know where you're going next with it. I do think that I like that more people are opening up the dialogue being vulnerable about it. I do think that sometimes we need to be careful with our jokes especially when it comes to body image. I know sometimes the self-deprecation even within ourselves, but I think that we have to keep in mind what is the actual intention behind that because you never know who's actually listening or who's actually paying attention. I know half the time it's things about, like, control and whatever. Another thing that's been really helpful is, like, Amanda Corman's lately been putting out, like, all this amazing poetry, which not that she hadn't before, but she just... It's really centered me with a lot of the issues going on in the world, especially when I feel overwhelmed. So I'm going to end it. Obviously, more positive note there for this week because I think just with all the stuff going on in the world, we need some moments of happiness or intrigue, whatever you may have. It's just one of those I never really know what else to say because it says, again, been I guess a heavier topic than a laughter I mean I hope I got some laughs in but it's just one of those it's been really on my shoulders lately like just some of the things because I've been going through a lot of it and I see this and I just start to wonder I'm like how much of this is helpful versus hurtful and then I even hear like again the gym bro guy is talking about it and I'm like We've really just, we need to have more conversations about this because there are people who go back to like the 1910s to the 90s or now and just show like all the weird diets and it's just been ingrained in our culture and it's now like, when do we start to deconstruct this? And I see it kind of happening now. And like I said, I gave a few better examples, but it's still like a long process to go and a lot of unlearning, and relearning, so anyway, as I sign off this week, I hope that you really start to be more mindful, and gentler with yourself, something that I've had to learn, and un- like learn to be more gentle with myself, and more mindful, like today was so hot, so I decided to just have one of my Coca-Colas, the Mexican Cokes, because I don't know, I just like the flavor better, and I think that that's one of the things I've learned from all those great people that I listed before really early on in the episode whether that was Danae or we have really just we need to have more conversations about this because there are people who go back to like the 1910s to the 90s or now and just show like all the weird diets and it's just been ingrained in our culture and it's now like when do we start to deconstruct this? It's kind of happening now and like I said I gave a few better examples but it's still like a long process to go and a lot of unlearning and relearning so anyway as I sign off this week I hope that you really start to be more mindful and gentler with yourself something that I've had to learn and un like learn to be more gentle with myself and more mindful like today was so hot so I decided to just have one of my coca colas the mexican cokes because I don't know I just like the flavor better and I think that that's one of the things I've learned from all those great people that I listed before really early on in the episode whether that was Denae or Elise or any of the dietitians, just the intuitive eating kind of where if I like it and like the taste then I shouldn't deprive myself so you shouldn't deprive yourself in that sense like I gotta watch again because sometimes things can be taken a different way but you shouldn't deprive yourself of food that you like and really enjoy especially when it's a hot day. I already had some ice cream and there's just so many other things but you know, I decided it's okay. I won't have it very often. I don't get them very often. You love them. Like, especially when you go outside of the U.S., you love the taste of all of them because the real sugar cane. I don't know why, but there's just something better in my mind. I think a lot of other people agree because of the sweetness and whatever, but it's I don't know much more than that but I also like the poppy prebiotic sodas a lot lately if poppy winds up listening to this can we collab sometime because they're really good but I'd rather drink a real coke than a you know than a marketed like healthier for you coca-cola the original and Pepsi, there's just something like nostalgic and just makes you feel good. And I'm not saying if it's hazardous, like if you're diabetic, all those kind of things. Like obviously, don't take my advice. Again, I am, I am not at all an expert, but I'm just trying to say that listen to it because food should not be as complex. It should be enjoyable, and when it's enjoyable, then I think a lot of two things will make you happier. So that's it for today. I'm signing off. Also be sure to check out, I have a Patreon account now where you can get all the behind the scenes and scoops and just maybe full unedited versions of You Do You. This is uh, Sarah T. Let's gab soon.